graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. People in the black community, myself, often worry that we might be a victim of police brutality. So, as a public service, the Chris Rock Show proudly presents this educational video. Have you ever been face to face with a police officer and wondered, is he about to kick my ass? Well, wonder no more. If you follow these easy tips, you'll be fine. First, obey the law. Laws were made for a reason. Think of them as hints. You've heard people say, man, I wouldn't do that shit if I was you. Well, here's some of that shit. Carjacking, armed robbery, arson, selling drugs, buying drugs, stabbing, shooting. You know, you probably won't get your ass kicked if you just use common sense. If you jump a subway turnstile, you might just get off with a warning from the police. But if you jump a turnstile carrying a loaded gun and smoking a joint, then maybe you need your ass kicked. We all know what happened to Rodney King. But Rodney wouldn't have got his ass kicked if he had just followed this simple tip. When you see flashing police lights in your mirror, stop immediately. Everybody knows, if the police have to come and get you, they're bringing an ass kicking with them. Here's a no-brainer. If you're listening to loud rap music, turn that shit off. Blasting fuck the police while you're getting pulled over by the police is just ignorant. When an officer approaches your car, be polite. Is there a problem, officer? And stay in your car with your hands on the wheel. What the fuck do you want, motherfucker? Unless you want your ass kicked. Want to give a friend a ride? Not so fast. Your friend might be crazy. <laughs> now, before you let your friend in your car, ask them these questions. Do you have a gun? Do you have drugs? Do you have any warrants? And in case you do get pulled over by the cops. License and registration, please. Remind your friend to do this one thing. Shut the fuck up. Man, don't give him shit. What the fuck do you want? get a white friend. A white friend can be the difference between a ticket and a bullet in the ass. Here's a tip you should never forget. If your woman is mad at you, leave her at home. Because a mad woman will say anything. He got weed! He got weed! If your woman is mad at you, there's nothing she'd like to see more than you getting your ass kicked. Now let's review. Obey the law. Use common sense. Stop immediately. Turn that shit off. Be polite. Shut the fuck up. Get a white friend. And last but not least, don't ride with a mad woman. If you follow these simple pointers, you probably won't get your ass kicked by the police. A lot of graffiti still on these walls. I just asked this person, yo, what the fuck does ACAB mean? They say it means all cops are bastards, all cops are bad. And I was like, all? All? And I was thinking, I'm not, I'm not with that all. All anything. All cops are not bad. Okay? Just like fucking all immigrants aren't bad. All Jews aren't bad. All blacks aren't bad. All Japanese are bad. I'm not with that all shit. 
Anytime you stop saying, you start saying all. Anybody's anything, we got a fucking problem. This guy's talking about all cops are bad, defund the police. Defund the police, abolish the police. Who, who, who are you going to call when somebody comes knocking at your door? Ghostbusters? Who, who, who are you going to call when there's a, a high-speed chase on the freeway? Jimmy Neutron? Fuck out of here. Abolish the police. Motherfuckers talking that shit. Woke up in the last two weeks. Never had any black people in their house. Talking about abolish the police, defund the police. It needs fixing. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But who abolish the police? All cops are bad. Fuck that all anything. I'm not with all anything. Tried that radical shit with the Democrat Democratic nominations, right? You had all choices that you could get. Every color, shape, background. And who do we got? We got fucking Joe Biden. He's in a fucking corpse. All that radical shit that's going on right now, a lot of it is great. You keep fucking around when people get back to their regular lives, they're going to be like, I need police. Uh, I don't want to abolish the police. I don't want to defund the police. Well, what are they going to do if they come uh, to our house? And they will say they. And then motherfucking dick stained Donald Trump will win again. I'm not with that ACAB, I'm not with that all fucking Jews are bad, all blacks are bad, all immigrants are bad, all gays are bad. I'm not with that shit. Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit TwoStrangersOnePodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Glow and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And long-term listeners of the show will will remember that Paul promised me a drink on my birthday last fucking year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And here we are a year later. And it's so funny because people like two strangers on podcast. You guys have been working together for years on the show. No, we're fucking strangers because over a year ago this motherfucker promised me a drink and we've yet to have one. And don't try well, to blame want... fucking... There was no COVID-19 last year, <laughs> motherfucker. Don't try to put that shit on, on social distancing and the bars being closed. Because the bars have only been closed for the past, like, three months. All no. right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll give you two shots. Here you go, okay? <laughs> bars open up and there's no COVID. I'll give you two shots. There you go. Okay. But yeah, we've, we've been... Just, just, if I take you to a bar now, it'll be, it'll be COVID plus shots. <laughs> We've been literally socially distancing for over more dude, than a year now. Dude, dude, speaking of that, like, have you seen some of these motherfuckers out in out in Rochester fucking like flooding these these restaurants and shit? Oh, let me tell you. Okay, so um, I was having a conversation, uh, you know, uh, with a with a, a friend of a, an acquaintance, I guess would be a better a best way to put it. And he was talking about how he went to he went to a bar the other day. And the rules are like really funky where you have to have the mask. Now, this is what he told me. You have to have the mask on when you walk in the bar. When you sit down on where you're sitting, 
you can take your mask off because once you're sitting, when you're talking to the server, uh, you have to have your mask on. Yeah. And when you get up to go to the bathroom, you have to have your mask on. But like, as long as you're sitting still in your area having your drink, or, or I know I'm sorry, he think he didn't go to a bar. He went to a restaurant. But still, like, if you're in your, as long as you're in your area, you can. It's okay for you to not have the mask on. Obviously, how the fuck do you have your mask on if you're eating fucking, you know? But you know, I'm not gonna risk. <laughs> I'm not gonna risk my life with some fucking chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if it's, I mean. I'm glad places are open, and I want them to be open and everything like that, but uh, anything that I've wanted to eat... Now, mind you, it's my so, fucking birthday just passed, and I would even go out yeah. for my fucking birthday. But if it was, like, some places have... Like, I've been fiending recently for, like, chicken wings. And if the place is open, I'll say, look, I would like to take an order of chicken wings to go, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get my shit and get the fuck out. I have no desire to sit in a fucking restaurant. But go on, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, like, so, obviously, where I work... There's other stores, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so Burlington Coat Factory opens, right? Mm-hmm. I come outside after I'm done working, and I've I've never seen their parking lot so fucking full in my whole entire life, dude. They're, they're running like a fifty percent off sale, and I can guarantee you right now, if there's that many fucking cars in the goddamn parking lot, mm-hmm. they're not fucking social distancing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I'm like sitting there going, I ain't fucking going in there. Like, fuck that. No, I am not going in that motherfucker at all. Fuck that. Like, you know, and, you know, obviously my theater is going to be opening up soon uh, in early July. And I'm just kind of like, I'm like, I really, really hope. And the way that Cuomo's talking, and we'll get to him in a minute because I, I love what he did. Um, <laughs> I, I really hope that. He puts the restriction on movie theaters that say you can't, that you have to wear masks when going in there, mm-hmm. because he did it with restaurants, so it mm-hmm. makes sense they're probably going to tell they're going to make movie theaters do that uh, in New York State. So I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to be able to tell people, guess what? If you don't have a mask on, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. Period. End of discussion. Because I'm sick and tired of it, man. I'm, I'm sick and tired of like people walking into a Wegmans or walking into a Walmart or something, and not like taking people's you know, taking into a, into account everybody else's well-being. They just want to be in there. Like, I was in Wegmans today, and some motherfucker didn't have a mask on. And he had, like, two kids, too. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, I didn't say anything to him, but I was sitting there thinking to myself, what the fuck? His girl had a goddamn mask on. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, even yeah. your girl knows. You know what I mean? Like, so... And the, the, the woman should have been a little more concerned with the kids and make sure the kids fucking had their mask on. But well, I, mean, I, mean, I hate to I hate to give it to those gender roles. What I'm just saying is, you know, usually the women I mean, are more like careful for the kids. Two years old. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. The kids are gonna take it off. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got to do what you can do. I mean, personally, would I have my kids out? No. But I mean. <laughs> If you no. got to take your kids to the store, you got to take your kids to the store. I mean, I, I don't fault anybody for that. You know, some people are like, well, you, well, that's you're not respecting your kids. I'm like, there's single mothers and single fathers that have to take their kids because they don't have anybody to watch them. Also, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Who the fuck do you want around your kids if your family's not there to watch your kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and then, yeah, it is what it is. And then back to what you were saying about uh, about. Um, Burlington Co. Factory, like, look, I shop in Burlington Co. Factory because that is the one place in the world where I could actually get 5X shirts that, that like, 
you know that aren't you know aren't priced you know you go to because like when you go to like casual male big and tall and you get like a 5x shirt they want to charge you like 65 dollars for a fucking t-shirt and so uh at least burlington co factory has a large sizes only that sucks is that uh the only companies are, are there that make inexpensive large size shirts are like sean john and and oh, fat Jesus. farm and, and echo and shit like that and yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you know you know and and not that I have anything really necessarily against those brands, but it's like, you know, uh, it's not exactly my lifestyle. But, you know, I guess if I need a shirt and I need it cheap, you know, I'll be rocking the Sean John. But it's been a it, it's, luckily it's been a while since I've rocked the Sean John. I, I, I'm going to I generally get like the like the Nintendo shirts <laughs> or maybe I mean, you'll find I mean, the occasional Superman shirt or whatever. We'll go I only go to Burlington just for coats because they they always have like really good coats for wintertime so I, I still i have one right now that i've had for a couple years now and it's just wonderful it keeps me warm uh you know it, it's unless it gets like really far below zero like it works it's wonderful yeah. but you know what i was what i was going to say too is it's uh um it's 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 more like how cuomo was saying the other day where you know people are reporting these motherfuckers and thank you for reporting people for uh, going in and not doing the social distancing and having 50,000 people. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you saw on my Facebook how all those motherfuckers on Park Ave were fucking, like, not social distancing when they were outside of those restaurants. Cuomo's like, well, if you don't want to do it, I'll revoke your liquor license, so fuck you, do what I tell you. And I'm like, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you, because, like... And, and you know what it is? It's one thing, it's one thing, okay, it's it's... It's got to be hard for the business owners nowadays. I'm just saying. I, I look. I understand that you know times are fucking rough, and and you want customers in your store, and you want to play by the rules. But it's also the customers' fucking fault. The customers are the fucking assholes that are ruining it. It's not like the it's not yeah. like the it's not like the business owners are saying, hey, everybody well, group together. It's it's the assholes who want to go and and they want to have their parties, and you know the minute the you know the minute. The minute we got like the first fucking day where the weather was like like eighty five degrees, and to me like eighty five degrees is a per. I love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like cooler weather, but eighty five degrees is like the perfect fucking weather when it's not humid and you can go out and have a great fucking time. And and but the, you know not this year, <laughs> not right now. You know, right. eighty five degrees is that perfect. I love I love eighty five degree weather. I really do. But you know, these people, you know, just because things seem relatively relaxed when it comes to COVID-19 activity. Um, you know, these people still aren't... The, the numbers haven't dropped. The, the curve hasn't fucking flattened. If the minute the curve flattens, it's going to be all over the news, and we'll, you know... We'll, we'll, the, well, you know, the numbers aren't necessarily dropping, and are not dropping it to the point where it's okay to go out and act willy-nilly. Dude, it's... it's People have this urge to go out. And, and I get it. I understand. I... I, I completely understand that you that you're you've been cooped up you want to go out you want to have you want to you know um be out there and doing stuff i mean motherfuckers are dropping money now <laughs> i mean we were up 17.7 percent in retail sales for may so i get it i understand people want to be out and doing stuff but here's the problem it's like it's like number one you shouldn't be fucking you shouldn't be crowding bars and restaurants mm-hmm. um because now you're going to get shut down if that happens. And by the way, it is it is the it is the the restaurant or bar's responsibility to be socially distancing people. Well, it's I their mean, responsibility, but it's it's 
it's hard enough being a fucking business. You know what I'm saying? It's hard enough. It's hard enough before COVID nineteen. It's hard enough just running a business as it is. Right. And then you're gonna run a you're gonna run a business I mean, where your where idiots once idiots walk in your door. No, no, no. I, your I day gets that. infinitely fucking harder. I get that part, but I, I, what I'm saying is, is you know, it's not about that. Like you have you have the responsibility of making sure that fifty thousand people don't show up into your into your thing. And if they are, then you you do like fucking what Wegmans does or Walmart has been doing. You only let a certain amount of people in, you cut it off. And then people go out the one exit, people, more people can come in. That's all you got to do. It's not that fucking hard. But, you know, I get it. I get it. You know, people are tr- they're trying to adjust to it. And I and I can understand if it was if it's like a one time thing and you're like, holy fucking shit, I got to change this. I mean, now they're going to have to change it because they're going to get their shit taken away. I don't know, man. It's just, I, I, I feel like on on the other end where you got these people, it's like fucking people that jump on a goddamn plane and go down to Florida to the beaches or fucking North Carolina or Virginia Beach or wherever mm-hmm. and fucking like, oh, go anywhere. Like a spring break First and all, shit. <laughs> yeah, if you fucking go on a plane, have you seen the videos on that shit about like if somebody coughs in a plane? Like, I understand there's not as many people flying. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, dude! You could get sick five times over in a fucking plane because yeah, it's re- <laughs> so, it's, re- it's literally recycled air. Exactly. And and you know planes were nasty before COVID nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? planes yeah. were nasty from just fucking just nasty people breathing. And you know, uh, you know, and I hate to fucking cast dispersions, but you know, like you know, the spring break crowd. Aren't exactly the cleanest fucking people in the well, world. Look at, look, <laughs> at what happened, Chris. look at what happened down in Florida, um, Texas, all those states down south. They're fucking like their COVID cases are going through the roof mm-hmm. because people stopped wearing masks. They went out and swarmed the beaches. Yeah, they opened the beaches, and now they got fucked. Now they're fucked. <laughs> and th- these governors, instead of being like, let's start, sh- let's shut some things down so we can prevent this, they're not. Yeah. Oh, we don't care. We don't fucking care. Oh, you're gonna care when three thousand people die in one day yeah. in your state. Like, and I sent and you the link. I sent you the link to that article about fucking Vegas being open. And yeah, it was and, video I, and, of, I, and people in in the, in the fucking in the casinos like nothing. I think we saw the, in the video that I sent you. Well, the video that was connected to the article I sent you. They're walking through, you know, casino apart. And let's just say, and I'm and I'm trying to like be honest here. I would say maybe in the video you saw about eighty people. I think two were wearing fucking masks. As you know, as the can as the camera went through the casino, only two were wearing masks. And you know, in a casino, people are touching dice, people are touching money, people are touching uh, 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 chips. Uh, you know, everybody's touching everything, and it's not like yeah. uh, uh, you have. It's not like casino. Casinos are open twenty four hours. It's not like you take a break and wipe everything. You know, a lot of businesses are. You know, uh, like uh, like Walmart, for example. You know, allegedly Walmart. Uh, usually, like the Walmart by us closes at eleven. Now they've been closing at like eight thirty, and allegedly it closes at eight thirty because they they say that people everything from eight thirty to eleven is being wiped down. You know, they, they, they take a chunk out of their day. Hopefully they are. I'm just saying on paper. That's what they well, say they're doing. How do you wipe shit down in, cas- in casinos when they're open 24 hours a day? And when you see that crowd, like in that like in that, that particular video, fucking the place is swarmed. You know, it, it, it's only it's begging for a second wave. So, I mean, what, what they're doing in what I've heard what they're doing in Vegas, which they have so much money they can fucking do this. They actually have like um, infrared um, cameras. 
So they're they're scanning for people that have um, high temperature and shit. High temperatures. <laughs> they're doing that kind of shit. So mm. that way, you know, if somebody's sick and get and by the way, that's not gonna fucking do anything if somebody's asymptomatic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, at least they're trying to do stuff, but. I understand too like you know how do you do that like you can't you're not you can't tell me that you're gonna prevent covid in a fucking casino you can't you can't tell me for that much matter that you're gonna prevent it in a plane and and that's why like i I, today they were talking about all these airlines are about to announce that if you don't wear a mask you can't come on the fucking plane i'm like holy shit people are getting it (laughs) like holy shit people are fucking getting we need thousands more dead before I'm just saying is that that's what takes people to fucking make a move is you have you need thousands of people to fucking die before <laughs> I mean I mean we, we know the other thing that's going on which we'll talk about but I mean obviously you know this part of it is is the one where we can prevent it I mean dude you gotta be a fucking idiot to go anywhere so we're in Rochester if you're taking a plane and going anywhere else in the country especially somewhere down south you're a fucking idiot you are a fucking idiot. I'm sorry, but you are. You're, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's one thing if you're going to the beach out here in Rochester, or maybe you know somewhere in New York State, you're going to a campground. Okay, fine. You're going there. They're going to make you socially distance anyways, or they're going to get shut down. That's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes sense. But to go on the plane and get yourself possibly contaminated, and then to go on go to a southern state like Florida, for example, or North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember where Myrtle Beach is. I think that's... Is that North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina. There's a big, yeah, there's yeah. A big contingency of, rock, of Rochesterians that go down to North Carolina because everyone... You see a lot of Outer Banks stickers. It's the stickers yeah. that say OBX. And I don't know what the fuck is it with Rochesterians and fucking North Carolina uh, or wherever the... I'm pretty sure it's North Carolina where the Outer Banks is, but... Like it's like a fucking it's like the migration it's like fucking goose migration from fucking Rochester to fucking the Outer Banks. Like one, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. No, but um, you know, it's well. it's one of those things. Just you know, it's first of all, North Carolina. There's a lot of jobs down there, and I hear like a lot of Rochester people move down there. Mm-hmm. But also, it's it's one of those things where, um, I don't know. It just it, it just doesn't make any sense to me to go anywhere on vacation at this point unless it's with family like okay we have a family place in northern new york makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. oh we have a family place in virginia okay makes sense oh i'm just gonna go down to virginia beach what (laughs) like no no (laughs) like like and, and and i feel and it's not just that it's like if you have a kid for example and this is just this is just the thing that comes to my mind because I've seen this before, you know. If you have a kid, first of all, if your kid is has immune deficiencies or is disabled or whatever, like, why would you do that to your kid? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, does that not make you sit there and feel bad? Oh well, I wanted to go have a good time, dude. You're you're potentially giving your kid COVID. And I know, and, and some people may listen to this and be like, well, Paul and Chris are just being fucking over-paranoid. Dude, I, I was... Look at CNN's counter right there. 116,000 people have died this year from COVID. That's more than people have died from the flu this year. Mm-hmm. 
Like, if you're not getting it, then you're just an idiot at this point. Like, you're not. If you're not getting it, you're an idiot. And that's why people, you know, it's 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 like I, I don't even. I hate to bring this up, but there's sometimes where I sit in the back of my mind. I'm like, I don't know if I really want the movie theater to open up because. I don't want to have some idiot that gets all crazy because I make them wear a mask if that ends up being the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people are getting stabbed, getting shot for no goddamn reason. I'm doing my job and then I get shot. Like, ah, uh, like, I don't know, man. I just, oh, uh, that, that COVID, this COVID thing is just kind of, you know, taking my vibe out of, out of <laughs> life lately. So... I just need something else. I mean, and then there's obviously the other situation, which yeah. Well, uh, just know. one. Uh, okay, uh, two things before we go over to the next step. Okay, um, yeah. I had the, uh, you know, uh, I had, okay, uh, George Carlin's daughter. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a giant fan of George Carlin. You can see my giant head in one of his HBO specials. Um, you know, uh, he had a. It was the anniversary of his birthday a couple weeks ago. But uh, his daughter had tweeted. Actually, when I sent you that link to the Vegas article, his daughter had tweeted uh, that article originally, and that's where I got it from. And I had said uh, these people are like sheep and like lemmings. You know, sheep, sheep follow the leader. Lemmings, you know, the the joke. You know, lemmings will like will, will march off a cliff. As you know, as, as you know, they they follow the group so much where they fall off the cliff. And so I I, I had posted back to her. I said sheep and or lemmings, and then she posted back to me ostriches, and it took me a second to figure that out. What does an ostrich do? An ostrich sticks its fucking head in the ground and tries to ignore that there's a fucking problem. So I, I mean, that, I just thought that was fucking brilliant, and she wrote it back like super quick. So, uh, you know, that sort of, you know, like that fucking hit, like wow, that's deep. And also, before we move on to the next subject, um, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, to long-term listener and fan of the show, Chris Mounts. Um, I know I've mentioned him in the past and stuff like that. He's been a long-term. He, he, he's always contributing on the Facebook page. Um, he's been in the hospital. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, not COVID-19 related. Um, but coincidentally enough, I, you know, uh, uh, like breathing related and stuff like that. I mean, I don't want to speak his business. Uh, it's not my place to speak his business. Um, but uh First and foremost, we wish him a, a speedy recovery. Um, he was up and he was up and about uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, his mom reached out to me. I had sent him a little care package in the mail and stuff like that. He he and he was he was good enough where he was posting on Facebook the other day. Um, I believe he goes into as we're recording this today, either today or tomorrow, he goes back into surgery. Um, uh, and it is it is breathing related, but it's not COVID nineteen related. Um, but hopefully he will hear this podcast he will be alive and he'll be right. safe and he'll be healing by the time he hears his podcast <laughs> and 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 i hate to say shit like thoughts and prayers because obviously i'm a fucking atheist i don't believe in thoughts and prayers but <laughs> the the atheist's <laughs> equivalent to thoughts and prayers oh, i send Jesus out to chris Mouse. i'm just saying is i i wish him well i wish him all uh, the best i'm just saying i don't want to be a piece of shit hypocrite and say thoughts and prayers but uh chris we are, we're fucking rooting for you don't worry, you're not a hypocrite, okay? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, we're, we're rooting for you. We want you all the say, fucking ba- I want good shit to happen to people that I care about. And you can say you can say thought and prayers and being atheist, okay? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But, you know, I, I, I just I I, I I I wish for his recovery. <laughs> I, I I want 
the best to only happen to him, you know, and stuff like that. He's a friend of mine. You want to call it, you know, uh, you know, uh, self-interest or whatever the case may be, find a self-interest. Uh, but he's a friend of the show and we wish him a speedy, speedy recovery and, uh, you know, all the best. And I hope his, his health, um, picks up. Uh, okay. So obviously let's, you know, let's address the elephant in the room since the last time we recorded, uh, since the last time we put an episode out, I guess would be more accurate. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, There's uh, everything like let loose on, on, <laughs> on top of natural disasters, on top of pandemics, on top of uh, nationwide fires, on top of a wave of murder hornets. Um, murder. You know, I, I, I completely you know, fucking forgot about yeah, that shit. <laughs> on top of financial collapse of this country. I mean, it's not natural, but I'm saying is obviously shit that's widespread. Um, yeah. You know, the streets are on fire. Literally, and um, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll I'll speak the truth. You and I recorded an episode that I decided, well, we both decided probably best we don't put out. And I've been when I originally recorded, I was not in the proper state of mind. And uh, no, I didn't feel like you were in the state of mind either. That's what I. That's why I was kind of. I like, was I was in mind. I was in a different mindset. And sometimes I can be mean. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like the fucking uh, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I know I can be mean. I know I can be nasty. Um, yes. And I think it's best that you know that episode just not never ever ever get put out. Um, it's so. Let, let me kind of clarify this because I I want to do a better job of clarifying this. Chris, I think, came across in a way that may have offended people, and it took away from what he was trying to actually say. Yeah. And I, for me personally, I didn't want people to, to think something that wasn't the case. And before we get into this, one thing that I, I, I want to make sure when people look at Chris's picture, this dude is a minority. He is Puerto Rican. So this is not a white dude. This is a Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to I want to clarify that we didn't do that in the last episode that we that nobody will ever yeah. hear. But I, I think that's kind of that's a good starting point because it's good to come from somebody's perspective that is a minority because I think a lot of people don't get that you are technically quote unquote <laughs> yeah. a minority. I'm, I'm a light skin. I'm a light skin Puerto Rican, and I, exactly. I get I, I I often get confused for white. Um, but you know, I grew up yes. in New York City. I have you know, and it's you know, and every race is you know. I have black friends. Uh, my ex wife was black. Uh, yes, she was. I, I have I have. <laughs> black cousins i have cousins that are half puerto rican and half black but if you saw them walking down the street and 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 to put it like this you know when a cop sees someone walking down the street you know uh, they don't have time to figure out oh is that person half puerto rican my cousins look black and i was raised when my family my family my mother's side of the family which is very big have lots of cousins um they were treated no different than than anybody else. Than my my lighter right. skin co- or my or my like olive skin colored my olive skin cousins w- didn't treat my black cousins any different. And, and I love all of them. And let's not get it twisted either. I mean, my family, my brother, mm-hmm. um, my brother was married to uh, a black chick. Mm-hmm. She she they had four kids together. So obviously they have black kids. Those are my nieces and nephews, and. You know, you got to keep in mind here that, you know, they don't get treated any differently than if they were white. Mm-hmm. 
they're not going to get treated any any differently. That's not how it works. Yeah. Trust me. If you're my family, you're my family. If somebody hits you, we'll go down there and beat the shit out of them and do an Italian job, okay? <laughs> this it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit if you're if you're black, white, Asian, a fucking alien that came down from whatever planet. I don't give a shit who you are. Like if you're my family, you're my family. It's the same thing. It's the same way I approach life. Mm-hmm. If you do something wrong, I judge you on your character, not on the fucking color of your skin. Mm-hmm. I get I get sick and tired. And you know, and and it's this is something that I think is good to talk about too is you know, how do you put this? Like, you know, sometimes I feel like you know, black people that don't know me are kind of offstandish to me because I'm white. You stand off and like standoffish, like they're like is this guy what is this guy going to say to me? And then when I speak and I tell them, you know, and I'm just being a nor- treating them like a normal person, you know, I feel like you know, people in Rochester kind of are like, "Oh, okay, well this guy's not some racist motherfucker." <laughs> because, you know, I, I was raised to treat everybody the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think this is a good this is this is kind of the good starting point mm-hmm. in order for us to talk about all the all the um all the things going on right now with you know the protesting the you know the looting and that the looting in that is the one thing that you know pisses me off and let me let me address that first um the motherfuckers here in rochester and i'm only going to talk about rochester because i don't know i don't know anything down south and i'm gonna be honest with you from what i've heard from my southern friends that are black it's a hundred times worse worse down south than it is here in New York. Mm-hmm. Is there racism mm-hmm. everywhere? Sure, but dude, you're, you're talking about racist billboards. You're talking about fucking segregated schools still, where you have schools that are just for black people. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things where it's just like, um, why is this still going on? But that that's a whole different mm-hmm. conversation. Obviously. Um, mm-hmm. here in Rochester, and we only had one day of this, mind you. Uh, they had a protest. This was a couple Saturdays ago at this point. And people just went on a looting spree. And it was mainly in the city of Rochester and in Aronicoid. And people may not know what it, where Aronicoid is, but Aronicoid's like north of the city. So, um, and in the process, a bunch of minority businesses got destroyed. Yeah. Um, and that's what really pisses me off. And, I, and, I, and that's that's why, like, that's why I sit there and I separate the two because you look at that and you go I get what your protest is for but then why are you looting your people's stores yeah I, like my thing like, is, is that like if you're gonna look I don't stand for looting I don't stand for burning burning buildings down and and and, no. and, and before you know before you preface that, you know, before I, you know, before that puts paints me in because people like you know lo- they don't give a shit. You know, looting is about it's, you know uh, what is it? Riots are the are the scream of the unheard. If I, I think I'm quoting that correctly, it's supposed to be Martin Luther King's quote. Um, I'm obviously against looting and rioting and stuff like that. Um, but my thing is, if you're going to loot, <laughs> if you're going to loot a corporate business, loot. You know, I, I hate to say like Target, but you know, I'm just saying is like when when the, when the original original looting started taking place, like in, in Minneapolis, um, you know, they looted a Target. Okay, it's a Target. 
you know, if you want to loot a Walmart, loot a Walmart. Oh, loot, you know, man, man, don't loot quick, fucking quick. Sneaker King. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, yeah, and, exactly. you know, the place, and I, I mentioned Sneaker King because that's a black-owned business here in Rochester, in Rochester. that got looted. Yeah. And, and you know, the next day, so the next day, the woman posted the video, and she's walking through the business, and she's just seeing the destruction, and you see this, the mess and all this other stuff. And then the funny thing is she goes, we were on our way to go help with the cleanup, and and we're still going to go help with the cleanup of the other uh, destruction that was made by the riots, but you know, and obviously she was fucking furious, you know, uh, I, you know why wh- loot Target, loot Walmart, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't, I don't advocate looting, but if you're going to do it, it's a you know, Sneaker King is obviously a fucking mom and pop shop. Leave them the fuck alone. But, you know, so it just, I don't know, it just bothers well, me that, you know, just take two seconds so, before you throw that brick. So, by the way, when I when I say looting, too, and this this happened in more in Minneapolis than I think around here, but you had fucking white people, like, stealing goddamn Legos out of the fucking Target, okay? Like, you know, so when I say looters, I don't necessarily mean African Americans, because I know some of you other white motherfuckers out there are doing it, too. Yeah. So don't sit there and tell me that you're not. And here's the other thing, too, is here in Rochester, I don't think any uh, stores got looted. I know the Walmart in Henrietta, there was like a small fire that got put out. Um, there was um, all the stores shut down um, as soon as everything started happening. And they tried to break into JCPenney's at, at my at my mall, but it, it didn't it didn't get too far. <laughs> I mean, they had the fucking SWAT at the mall. They weren't fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, no, no, that's not fucking happening today. <laughs> like, so, I mean, it happened one day, and we all thought that it was going to happen multiple days. Nothing happened. Just one day. And that's that's why I kind of was like, okay. And, and here's the other thing to explain, too. Like, I, I also need to explain this. So they had that Saturday, they, they, had, a, they had a protest. Mm-hmm. Protesters came out. They marched to the uh, public safety building, and then when they marched to the, pro- the public safety building around 4 o'clock, they started to disperse. And the story is is that another group of protesters all of a sudden showed up, and then they started yelling and screaming and whatever, and then they started flipping cars and setting things on fire. I mean, it wasn't anywhere as bad as Minneapolis, but, like... Yeah, there's a... What the hell was that? It, and, you know... There is a point where, like, you know, there's a time when protest starts and civil unrest begins or or, or criminal activity, you know, and everybody has their right to march and everybody has their right to protest. And then, unfortunately, opportunists. And when I say opportunists, okay, um, first, there's just assholes who want to break shit and steal shit. Those people showed up. And and unfortunately, they, they got mixed in the situation, you know. Uh, you know, I, there's a bunch of people out there who, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't want to get way into it, but I'm just saying is there were pe- there were people there for the wrong fucking reasons, and it's totally it's no, totally no, no. ruining it's, no, no, it's totally it. Crap. It's, it's so ruining it for the people that are there were genuinely fighting fucking systemi- systematic yeah, uh, uh, systematic exactly. racism, and it's a it's a fucked it was- up system. It really is. You know, uh, you know, uh, black people have been some, given the fucking the, short end of the stick in this fucking country, and minorities in general. Right. And 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 and, 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 and 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 here's the thing: like some of the people that were that did some of this damage weren't even from the city of Rochester. They were in like one was from like Fairport, for example. I'm like, 
what the fuck are you doing in the middle of the city of Rochester throwing shit? And then, you know, what, what annoys me is uh, that same group that protested was sitting there saying, oh, you should free all the ri- all the people that got arrested for that. I'm like, why? Yeah. They, they were the ones that caused damage. No. You damaged your own people's stores. Like, and, and, and I can't remember, like, one of the liquor stores, the guy said that he recognized on the tape some, he, he thinks he recognizes some of the people that were there. How the fuck do you do that to somebody that you keep, that you go to their store and buy stuff from? Like, it, it just blows my mind, dude, that, you know, you're, if there's a, why would you loot those businesses? It just tells me there's, there was grimy people that were using the protest as a way to get stuff for free. And that, that to me pisses yeah, me well, off I mean, even there's, more. There's, the people that are out there, like you said, the people that are out there actually protesting, that's taking away from yeah. what they're trying to do. And that there's pisses plenty me off. Of, and there's, there's plenty of videos on this on Twitter uh, uh, yeah. of people that aren't black <laughs> going to these protests, yeah, spray true. painting, you know, a bunch of these fucking Chad motherfuckers breaking windows with their fucking skateboards, you know, and uh, like you've seen videos where, where like black protesters are stopping white rioters. <laughs> and. Yeah. And they're throwing and, them and then the they're saying, officers. you know, you're making this, you're making because people are going to pin this on us, and you know, and, and and you know, those people fucking disgust me. The the the, the white writers, you know, and they have pictures of you know girls that are fucking girls are spray painting Black Lives Matter on uh, white girl. Uh, or no, this particularly was like Asian girls spray painting black lives matter on the fucking you know and these guys are taping and saying don't do that because <laughs> you're going to blame it on us yeah, you know exactly. and and i understand your your I, I you know not that i understand but you know these people whatever rage you have this isn't it's not your place to do that damage be like like you're the fucking white savior and you're going to save all the black people in the world uh you know yeah. let let the let the black people take charge of their protests and how they want to fucking do it you know and 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 breaking shit and rioting and looting and setting shit on fire uh you know it's not your fucking place to do that um no and so you know i just Um, you know uh, so you know there's a line where protesting then becomes criminal activity and i'm not going to get as deep into it as i got into last time um you know there were curfews in effect um you know, yep. and and like and like I said before, do I? I have black friends. I have black family members. I also have fr- family and friends that are cops. I have I have I have friends. Uh, I have I literally have family members that are NYPD, and I was a that was a state correction officer for ten years. Um, part of me, you know, there is a part of me that stands with the cops. Also, this isn't an easy fucking job to do. Um, the, the, oh, no, the world no, is on, no, the world is on fire, things. and people literally hate cops and people went through now and and i'm not going to go deep deep into this but okay when it comes to the cops you, first and foremost and i just i, I just want to say this all right so we're having some technical problems we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes this episode of two strangers one podcast is brought to you by comics etc 1115 east main and north goodman at the hungerford building door number eight Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. 
Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable! At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Movie. Obviously, at 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year, on sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul. I was about to get into it. Um, now, let me get into it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do this the best and diplomatic way I can possibly say. You know, I, I, I might... You and, you and diplomatic don't work. I might ruffle continue. some feathers. Um, but, yeah. you know, I'm, I, once again... You know, I have friends that I have friends and family that are black. I have friends and family that are cops. And uh, being in law enforcement and corrections as a correction officer for ten years, um, you know, I might ruffle a couple feathers here by taking the cop side on a certain things. Uh, but just hear me out. Uh, first and foremost, uh, a lot of people were saying that the cops are using tear gas, and I don't think these are people who understand what tear gas is and how tear gas works and no the police were not using tear gas the t's the, t- the cops couldn't acquire tear gas if they wanted to <laughs> you know if, if the cops had tear gas uh they'd be raiding fucking police stations and stuff like that because cops have to requisition everything everything's fucking paperwork right. cops aren't getting tear gas stuff that makes you cry and, and sh- <laughs> that irritants chemical agents uh you know stuff that maybe not as, as as strong as tear gas but you know kind of strong you know very strong but not as strong as tear gas yes but not tear gas and 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 I'm and I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm really surprised that people aren't defending the fact that cops don't use tear gas it's against the law for cops to use tear gas and you know this is going to come off you know uh, I'm not defending the actions of cops to the point where I like you know oh um you know like cops are totally justified cops are very much in the wrong with a lot of the activity that was going on, um, you know, on more of an individual basis, 
you know, the same way, you know, I, I want to give the protesters the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'll, let's give the cops the benefit of the doubt. A lot of cops reacted and overreacted. Um, that being said, it is a stressful situation when it's you and maybe 30 other people versus a crowd of a couple of hundred people that are throwing objects, are cursing at you, are, 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 are you know, chanting, uh, for, you know, for, for, for you to be, you know, for you to be defunded and all this other shit. Um, you know, these are human beings. And uh, for them to be, uh, you know, people, you know, you have a certain fight or flight response uh, when you're when you're there. Yeah. And once again, I'm not justifying their actions. I'm just saying is that these are human beings who, you know, are, are geared up for something bad to happen. And when bad shit happens, unfortunately, uh, they react and it, it may even be overreacting. Um, there was a lot of, you know. Uh, a lot of these videos of people saying, oh, the cops are shooting rubber bullets and the cops are hitting people. Uh, but I, I, I notice a lot of people seem to fail to notice. Nobody's showing the cops saying disperse. And that's like fucking, that's penal law 101, the escalation of, of violence. Um, when the cops show up, whether the cops are there already in line or, or the cops arrive to an area, there's an escalation. Uh, there's an escalation to how things get handled, and cops will say disperse. And I'm pretty sure in a situation like this, with hundreds of people, they probably said disperse dozens of times. You know, you get that. You don't. Cops don't just show up and start shooting fucking rubber bullets and all this other shit and batons and and using chemical agents and shit like that. That you know, cops show up and say leave, leave the area, disperse, whatever, whatever they need to say. And people still just stand around. And once again, not exactly justifying their actions. You know, maybe you shouldn't hit a fucking baton, you know, to the fucking head of someone who's not moving. But then again, if your job is to control the area and clear the area and people are just standing there, what are you going to do? You need to take control of the area. And so, uh, once again, before people um, go after cops and say, you know, they're being violent, cops gave protesters and rioters a chance to get out of the area once they say disperse that's a legal order from a from a from an officer and and right. and once the cops say disperse now you're no longer a, a protester in the beginning you're protesting you have your right to protest and the cops are standing there the minute the cops give a legal order for you to leave the area disperse you are now breaking the law well the cop I'm just saying okay, there's so, thousands of pe- hundreds of people in the area and the cops get on a megaphone please disperse please leave the area whatever the you know whatever the case would be even if it's a get the fuck out so, of here tech lib it's coming from a cop you so, gotta go you are now in violation I, of the law I think you're leaving out the point that when they were doing this people were violating curfew, oh, yeah, and, that's so. what, and that was that was that was gonna be my next point is that you know okay okay so because I'm just gonna be like wait a minute you're, you're talking about something that happened after well, yeah curfew, that was like, so. I mean you know like uh, um, you know the, the one of the more famous videos is the guy that's 75 years old in Buffalo getting pushed backwards by the cop which not for nothing if you look there is a video of him of the same guy because that that guy had a I guess a, a, a police officer's helmet got taken off. That guy has a helmet in his hand. And earlier, there's a there's an earlier video of him standing in front of some building talking with a bunch of other protesters. And, and one of the guys even says, oh, this guy's planning to get punched in the face by a cop. And and there's video of that. But I'll let's let's 
forget about that. It is now, in that particular video, it is after curfew. Cops have said ten fucking times, you know, once again, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure that's the one thing everyone's not talking about. Cops don't show up and start shooting and pushing and 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 that's so the body language alone also. First and foremost, they're gonna they're gonna say disperse, they're gonna say leave, they're gonna say whatever they have to say. When the cops are coming towards you in a line with riot gear to clear the area, what's going on in your head that makes you think, let me approach this fucking line of, of cops? You know, the, 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 the body language and everything says disperse. Their job is to push the crowd down whatever block. And I know there's, there's stories of cops corralling people. If that's the, if the cops are really corralling people to shoot them with fucking rubber bullets and fucking uh, chemical agents, that's horrible. And if that's the case, if that's true, then then that's criminal activity, um, uh, which I don't necessarily believe. I can't see cops doing that. Um, you know, uh, I mean, there were some instances where like cops were kneeling and then people came fucking running down the street and then the cops started shooting them. Uh, that's that was fucking shady. And, and shiesty, I, I, you know, I don't know what the other side of the story of that is, but that was fucking horrible also. So once again, I'm not exactly, I'm not lifting all cops to the fucking points where they're angels, but a lot of these protesters, and we're showing people that are getting shot with rubber bullets and shit, they seem to all seem to magically forget that the cops were saying, go in your apartment. And I think the perfect video is when the cops are rolling down the street and people are on their porch, and the cops say, get in your house, get in your house, get the fuck in your house, or whatever. And then one guy says, light them up. And see, everyone gets all excited about the cop saying light him up what about the three or four times before he said light him up where he said where the cops are yelling get in your house get in your house get in your house go inside you know people get people get upset about light him up you're given a, a legal lawful direct order to, to get in your house those people ignored it and they got shot in the face with fucking pepper balls so um i won't dig any further you know i just wanted to get that out of my system that um these people are painting pictures uh, of cops being horrible fucking uh, animals, but it's sort of like if you were giving a legal director, and that's the whole thing, is that the kind of person that doesn't listen to a cop, when a, a cops are in riot gear saying don't leave the area, what does that what does that mean when you know when you get pulled over and and the cops are trying to talk to you and you want to catch a fucking attitude and stuff like that? So you know if if you just listen to the cops, keep a calm head. And of course, the cops need to keep a calm head also. But if you're not listening to legal direct orders and not keeping a calm head, you're sort of helping escalate the situation. So, so let me jump in here. So, um, I think what the problem is is I'm I'm with you. I'm with you to the point of where you know the protesters violate the um, the curfew. Mm -hmm. Okay, and. You know, let, let's back up a little bit. So in Minneapolis, where the protesters were setting things on fire and mm -hmm. looting stuff, um, and again, there's there's definitely a difference. You can see it in some of those pictures. I mean, there were some fucking white people that just walked in, grabbed something, mm -hmm. and left. Like, uh, I mean, what more do you want me to say? Like, it's not just black people. But anyways, so, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, in that situation the cops had to crack down they had to bring in the national guard they had to, to break down to to you know stop everything that was happening now here's the problem some of those cops and some of the cops in some of these protests before and again let's keep in mind they were a lot more rough when things were out of control 
Um, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, you know, for example, they, they arrested a CNN anchor live on air. Mm-hmm. And even the guy that took the anchor away was like, I don't even, I, I'm just following orders, dude. I don't know what, why they want me to arrest you. And the governor of Minnesota had to come out and be like, yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. So, you know, I, I think there's there's a couple problems here, Chris, that I think is making it, is the reason why, you know, people are, you know, uh, against cops. I mean, first of all, obviously, um, you know, so, for example, the uh, the whole George Floyd thing, that should have never happened. The way that he, he did that, it should have never happened that way. Now, again, I don't know if he was struggling in the car, and that's why they brought him back out into the street and sat on him like the way they did. But it doesn't mean that the, the man needs to have a fucking knee in his neck. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I You know, and I'll be honest with you. The, the one thing that I worry about, and I wish that police officer didn't get that lawyer, because I think that lawyer's not going to do him any good. Um, basically... It comes down to you got two cops there that haven't even been there for a week, I think is what they said, and they're following the guy that's in charge, and he's telling them to do this, and he's following their lead, and, you know, it's hard for me to sit there and go, well, they're giving, he's giving orders, but there again, I don't remember what the laws are in Minnesota, so, I mean... There are things like that. There are things where, like, for example, a cop will come up and they tell you to disperse. They spray you with pepper spray, and then they hit you with the firework. That That's one video I saw, and I'm like, well, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're getting recorded. Why are you shooting them? I get that you're – I get that it's past curfew, but you're going a little excessive with it. So the, the problem is is it's not that the cops are dispersing the protesters. It's the, it's the part that some of them were taking it to an excessive point. Like that one um, – NYPD that came up and just literally like laid out that one girl and now she's like fearing for her life because she thinks that even just going out is going to get her hurt like uh, you know you gotta it's one of those things where I sit there and I go it's it's both Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yes the protesters should be listening and doing what they're supposed to be doing but it's also the uh um, the cops shouldn't be taking it excessively, and I mean, look at what look at what has happened since then. We've des- the, the the situation has been de-escalated. They're allowed to go out and protest and do what they need to do, and the cops are just stand back, let them protest as long as they're going to be peaceful. And since it's been peaceful, nobody's had to step in. But that doesn't mean that if it got bad, that they wouldn't step in. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. I think it's kind of everything's worked out in a good in good spots. The only thing that, and I was talking to you about this, and I wanted you to watch the video, which you did. Um, the Wendy situation. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it just happened a couple days ago in Atlanta. Um, guy, guy's in the middle of a drive-through, asleep. They they call up, they call up the emergency and say, "Look, we don't know what's going on with this guy." You know, can you send somebody to check on him, see what's going on? So, first police officer comes in, and I'm kind of just explaining this very quickly. Says to the guy, listen, and this is all on body cam, by the way. You can go up on YouTube and search for it. 
like for the first 40 minutes and you mm-hmm. watched it Chris everything was fine right everything was fine the guy was being cooperative with the clearly cops drunk, though. Just, uh, <laughs> clearly drunk clearly drunk clearly drunk but in the beginning of the video in the beginning of the video he opens up the one cop opens up the door he's very cordial with the guy he's like listen dude if you're tired just drive over there lock your door go to sleep whatever you know and we'll just i'll just be on my way so that way you're not mm-hmm. whatever so he asked the guy to do that guy looks like he's starting to do that and then all of a sudden all of a sudden he just falls back asleep mm-hmm. and the cop goes back over to the door dude i need you to move the car you can't be in the middle of this drive through man i'm, I'm giving you an opportunity like I, I gave you an opportunity to do it now we got to kind of figure out what's going on so they um they move the guy. The guy moves over to the in the parking spot, and cop asks him a bunch of questions. And you know he was looking for his, you know he asked him for his ID, like cops do. And it, th- this guy clearly was drunk because he couldn't even barely take the, the license out. So basically, what happens is is the other cop calls another cop and says. I need you to do a breathalyzer on this guy. They do a breathalyzer. The other cop comes, does a breathalyzer. Guy's clearly drunk. All right, dude, we need to take you in. Sorry, but, you know, we got to take you in. At that point, you know, once they do the breathalyzer, it's on them because, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. You're screwed. (laughs) Um, And... Right when they go to put the handcuffs on him, that's when they start. That's when the guy struggles and just, you know, he takes a taser, runs away, turns back, shoots the taser at the officer, and it looks like the officer gets hit and, and hits the car. That's when he goes and gets his guns and shoots him, and that blew up into something. And this, the Wendy's got destroyed, which I don't even know why the Wendy's would get destroyed. That has nothing to yeah, do with it. The Wendy's. Um, yeah. Like, the Wendy's didn't do anything. Like, I don't... Uh, is it because he got killed there? Like, I don't understand why you would set the Wendy's on fire. But anyways. Um, so, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this video. And the body cam body cam footage, like, kind of just finalized it for me. I'm like, I don't see the cops doing something wrong. They, You know, tonight they were talking about on CNN, the guy, the, the one former cop comes on. He's like, he reads the law. He's like... This is what the law says. When somebody takes your baton or a taser or whatever, that's a deadly weapon. Now you're, now you're authorized to use deadly force. Now, and he said, now if if the public wants to change that, they have to change it. But that's what it says in the rule book. That's what it said when this happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, it's that to me. You shouldn't have fired the cop because now the cop's going to sue you because you're going to lose this case. Whether you get the case, you get him convicted, it's going to be overturned on appeal. I'm telling you that right now. Um, and the other officer, it sounds like they're not even going to charge him because he didn't, you know, he didn't even shoot the guy. I mean, that was the first officer that pulled up too. That was the one that was being very cordial. The other guys seemed to be very cordial too. Um, but you know, you look at the situation and you go. Why are we why are we going after every single cop incident? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my issue. I, and and you know, I I really feel like they're going after every single cop anytime that a cop stops mm-hmm. somebody. I feel like now there's going to be everybody's going to be recording it and you know, even if it's something that's done by the book, they're going to get in trouble. So I just and and that's why like if you if you've seen like all these cops are quitting. 
They're quitting all these forces, you know. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel for them as much as I feel for, uh, you know, for how black people are treated. I feel like now we're kind of seeing, you know, we're starting to see a bias against police Mm -hmm. in a way. Because, you know, while, yes, police officers, there there are some bad apples, the rest of them are actually doing their job right. And I feel, I, I, I feel, I mean, is that bad for me to feel bad for them too? Like, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, you know, know, the cops are being vilified, you know, like, uh, you know, there was, there was, when people, like, the, one of the big, now, I've heard this phrase years and years and years ago, uh, you know, they say all cops are bastards. And that comes from the punk scene, uh, you know, and, and, and trust me, it, it's all white boys saying that shit. It's, it, you know, up until recently or whatever, it was only white boys saying that shit. And it's like, you know, it comes from the punk scene, and it's like, all oh, cops are bastards. Yeah. And it's like, once you say all cops are bastards, now you're, like, it's like saying all lives matter. It's that all that sort of puts everything, it, it shows that you have no other perspective on that the cops are the fucking bad guys. And, uh, you know, and, right. and, don't get me wrong. I understand why in certain neighborhoods cops are vilified, and 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 cops and, and unfortunately, uh, children are trained from youth to fucking hate and dislike and distrust the cops uh, from from youth, and and parents are, are doing their children a disservice when you do that because you know uh, you know and once and you know and uh, you know. Don't get me wrong. Yes, they're dirty cops. They're bad cops. They're they're fucking cops that abuse their fucking power and everything like that. But you can't say all cops are bastards because you know, like I said, I have friends that are cops. I have family that are cops. Uh, you know, I know good people. I, I have a friend that's a cop that she got coronavirus from in in the line of duty, and I went to high school with her. And she's a sweetheart. She was a sweetheart in high school. She's not hitting anybody she's not you know saying she's not knocking anybody over the head you know uh you know i have a friend that him and his wife are cops and and, and her, her his wife had to fucking uh take somebody down in the line of duty you know what i'm saying justifiably yeah. so because that that guy was going after somebody else with a knife and 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 so i have i have friends neither one of those two people and as an example um are good cops and i can't you know uh, and I, I would, I feel I know them well enough that they're not dirty, they're not doing anything wrong, they're not doing anything illegal, you know. Uh, and like I said, one of them had to use their gun and, and take out a guy in the line of duty. It's not like uh, she was abusing her power or something like that. She was saving another person's life. So for the people to sit around and say all cops are bastards, or for the for the for yeah. the people who train children from day one, you know, you saying all cops shouldn't be trusted it's just as bad as a white person training their child to hate black people or say you know all black people are criminals or all black people are are are, are, are you know right uh, you know the, we don't want to live around them they smell bad well, or, you know what I'm saying like you know it don't it, it's just as bad you're, you're you're teaching your child prejudice against cops when it's that's really not the fucking case well and and you know the, the point that i'm trying to make with the the wendy's incident is that it's if so, if a cop is 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 using deadly force, and in this case it sounds like, according to the law, he used deadly force to the to what it's defined in the law, at least in in Georgia, um, you need to change the law. The law needs to be changed. And you know, I was having I, I've and I try not to get into it because you know, I, you know, I don't want to offend anybody because I'm I'm not trying to. 
I'm and that's the thing. Like I think, you know, what, what's the, what's the what's the saying? Like um, cooler heads yeah. prevail. Like you can't like right now. I can't have a logical conversation with one of my black friends because if I start if I even mention the word, you know, if I even say that something's wrong, I'm in. I, I might get blowback yeah. from that. But you know, let, let me let me make some things clear. And, I, and I've had you know I've had a debate or two on Facebook about some things. But do I think that black men are racially profiled by police? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do I think they get sentenced worse than people than than white people? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I do. Do I agree with a lot of the things that happen to black people as a result of police officers? No, mm-hmm. I don't. Okay, I don't. I, I'm I'm on the same page with everybody, but. There comes a time where, you know, all of a sudden now some things intersect. This situation mm-hmm. at Wendy's, that should have, while it, it, you know, maybe the guy should have shot him in the leg mm-hmm. and incapacitated him, he actually mm-hmm. did his job. And that's what I'm trying to get across. And I don't want people to sit there and say to me, well, it's just another black man getting shot. No, that's not what happened mm-hmm. here. If you look at it from a person that doesn't see, that doesn't see it, it sees it in a logical manner. That was actually a cop doing his job. What wasn't a cop doing his job is the whole George Floyd yeah. thing. Okay? Those are two different things. What happened to George Floyd should have not happened to... Or what, what happened to George Floyd should have never mm. happened the way that it went down. But what happened to... What happened in the Wendy's incident? That was preventable. If the guy would have just been handcuffed... And led away, and you know he gets one phone call. Somebody could have came and picked him up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at a certain point, you gotta kind of sit here and go, what situ- What is a bad situation that a cop did, and what's a good co- What's a a good situation? And there's no really good situations, but what's what's a proper situation? How should a cop handle a situation? What happened at Wendy's was how a cop should handle situation. Do I think that he could have incapacitated him by shooting him in the leg or something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he would have been in he would have been in his rights. And the other thing that I want to mention too is that the cop that was on tonight on CNN was saying how like if he runs away and let's say he goes and he tases somebody and tries to take somebody's car, the cops are liable for that. So that's part of the reason why they have to stop him. And, you know, that, that perspective doesn't get brought up as much either, and that's something that needs to be put in. But I'm just basically saying, like, you you have to take these situations now with a grain of salt. You can't say that every single time that a cop pulls over a black man or and that black man takes a weapon off of an officer and runs away, you know, like, tackles an officer, takes the weapon, runs away, and then the officer shoots him because he has – because of the law – that's a good. That's that's what an officer should be doing. Okay, I mean that's. I, I don't know how much more I can yeah. say about that, but but it, it's just you know we have to make the distinction here, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. And you it's know? like, and this is going to sound like something from the other time we we recorded. It's like you know when these people resist arrest and stuff like that. Has that ever worked? Has there have you ever seen a video where someone resisted arrest and fucking won? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even even the guys that kind of, even when you watch like cops, which I guess is, which is getting canceled by the way, <laughs> which yeah. just got canceled, and so is uh, yeah, Live but, PD I mean, too. Nobody gets away from the cops, you know. And I understand there there is once again that fight and flight response of you know, but you know if the cops are coming on, you know, just 
fucking just get that's it put in your fucking head you're being arrested you know there, there seems to be a lot of and that's when all these problems happen yeah, i mean i mean to be fair to be fair that guy was drunk no, so i saying, mean in, in, he probably didn't know what he was in, doing in, but in, in all these situations not all these situations but i'm saying is is you know you watch videos of people getting pulled over and there's tons of video you know, whenever a cop pulls over somebody people pull out their phones there's tons of videos of people getting arrested and some people catch a real fucking attitude when even when they're in the wrong even, you know, when they're in the wrong and they catch a fucking attitude and they want to resist and they want to fight with the fucking cops. And it's like, you're not going to win. You're there by yourself and you know, against two or three people with guns. You're not going to fucking win. Let them put the cuffs on you. Well, and, and you, then, know, cause, you know, uh, you know, and the other one, you know, the other uh, I, I don't want to bring it up, but even like Eric Garner, he struggled with the fucking cops and the cops freaked the fuck out and, and choked him to death. Had he not, had he had they just let them put the cuffs on him, they weren't gonna fucking kill him. No, and you know, I would say, and I don't want to get into the shit, but it's like no cop comes, wakes up in the morning, and says, you know, I'm gonna kill myself, I'm gonna kill somebody today. No cop ever says that. Unfortunately, yeah. it's what happens when resistance, when 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 cops are arresting someone and that person resists, and it becomes a power struggle. And when, let me tell you, when you know, yeah. uh, there's that there's a mentality where if it comes down between you and me. I guarantee you it's going to be me. <laughs> you know, say, if one of us, you know, if it's two men enter, one man leave, well, guess what? Uh, I'm, I'm the one fucking leaving. And, and you know, the, uh, people need to fucking understand that, you know, once the cops put the fucking cuffs on you, that's it. You're done. You're not You're not going anywhere. You're not winning the argument. You're not, you know, and resisting is only putting your life in danger because you're, you're stressing out people that are already stressed the fuck out. So, I mean, I agree. I agree with... I agree with the fact that people need to stop resisting arrest. That's part of the problem. You know, let the cops take it in. But here, here's here's something that, you know, I, I think that doesn't get brought up enough is don't resist arrest. Don't be don't be a dick to the officer. Just do everything the officer mm-hmm. says. Make sure they have a body cam on. And then this is what you do. If they did something wrong, you ask for the body mm-hmm. cam footage. Because, you, I mean, you're a public, I mean, you pay for that. You, you pay taxes for that. You might as well get the body footage, the body cam footage, and use it at your trial. That's that's what I'm saying is, you know, we have to do things in a more intelligent way than just starting to yell at people or getting the feeling that when an officer pulls us over, we're done. That's not the case. That's not the case mm-hmm. at all. So, um, but again, I mean, this goes all back to what I was saying about, you know, especially people that, black people that leave, live down south, there's a, there's a, a lot of racism that goes on down there and i can completely understand why you know even coming up here to like new york for example they may still think that there's going to be racism when dude it doesn't really happen up here like the incidents that happen up here are like you get a mental patient that goes out and then people you know (laughs) then they take a video of like six officers trying to take down a mental health person which Honestly, I'm a, I, I want to jump into that, too, because I think that's something that we need to talk about as well. Um, you know, why are the fucking officers involved in mental situations? Like, the, it's, you know, we talk about, we talk about like, I, I keep hearing this defund the police or dismantle the police. And I was saying this the other night to some, some people that I was talking to, and I'm like, I don't mind if you guys want to, fix the police department because that's that's really what they're trying to do is fix what the it's not about like defunding and literally dismantling the police it's about fixing the problem 
figuring out what is wrong and fixing the problem, yeah, right? That's what it's about. Workers, it's, it, you know. Right, right. So, like, like for example, like you were saying, mental health workers. Having, like, a mental health worker go with an officer to a situation like that. Have them handle it. And then if it gets to the point where lethal force has to be used or they have to tase somebody, you know, that's when the police officer comes in. And by the way, I don't know why it hasn't why it's taken this long, but why doesn't why isn't it a federal law that every single police officer doesn't have a body cam? It it doesn't make any sense to me that it, it's it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's kind of like it's kind of like the NRA. <laughs> like the police unions, I feel like sometimes they're like, "No, no, no, we don't want this. We don't want this. We don't want this." And I'm like, "Why wouldn't you want body cam footage? If you're doing your job right, it backs you up." If you're not doing your job right, it doesn't back you up. It's it's a very neutral party that will either help you or fuck you. <laughs> and if it, it'll fuck you only if you're doing your job wrong. Like, I don't understand why is it that it's taking this long to get body cams on officers. Let's do that. Second thing, mental, mental, you know, workers that come in and handle those situations, they should be doing that. Take things away from the police officers that they shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take things away from these officers that they shouldn't be doing, and that's these are these are the things that we have to look at now. Um, uh, more diversity on some of these police forces. Even though I will say that there are some police forces out there, like I know I don't remember which department it was in De- in uh, Texas. It might have been Dallas, but the police chief there put a word out to people and said, "Listen, we're looking for officers. I would love to have black people, some black people, and this is a black." chief mm-hmm. by the way saying this like i'd love to have more black people on the force like when when an offer when a, when some when a chief says that to you the community should respond and try to do that because then you get to see the other side of it but you also get to you know help yeah, your community no, nobody's nobody's signing up for the police academy if you've been fucking trained since birth to hate cops you know what i'm saying if, if, if you have well, no aspirations true, but, to be but, a cop i'm just you know i i mean it, it, I may be speaking in more generalizations, but I'm just saying is that, you know, people need to police their own community. And, 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 well, that's and that like, too. You know, and, and I think it, that, it, and of course, we, we absolutely need more diversity hiring. And, and, a, you know, the word, you know, a lot of the word, the two words that everyone fucking hates is, you know, um, uh, oh shit, what's the word I'm thinking about? <laughs> uh, you know, um, oh my God, you know, the, no, no, not Body diversity cam? hire. What's the word? The, uh, um, oh shit! I, uh, the word you know when when they hire multiracial. No, 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 I don't know. Like like oh, you only got this job because you're black. Um, oh shit! Oh, uh, I don't. I don't even know. Well, I, I forgot that. the name. It was a uh, you know uh, equal shit. I can't. I gotta fucking. I, I forgot the word. It's it, they haven't used it. Well, they use it, but it's like you know. Oh, you only got it to this college because you're black. You know. Um, uh, I say diversity hire. I, I know there's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Eco opportunity. You know, it, my point being is that it, you know people say the other phrase with a bad taste in their mouth. Oh, you're just here because you know you're here to fill a quota, or you're here for your. But you know what? Maybe we need that. Maybe we need more affirmative, affirmative? action. There we affirmative go. That's action? the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. It okay. Took me. Say, I'm glad you. I'm thank All you right. for helping me figure that shit out. When. Like, why Google did so? I said, yeah, when, when people say uh, an, an affirmative action, you know what? Maybe we maybe we do need yeah. uh, affirmative action needs needs to be upped up when it comes to hiring police officers, you know, um, because you know uh, hiring more black officers to deal with you know 
uh, you know, black communities uh, would help would help uh, keep shit in order. Uh, you know, it's it's sort of, it, it, you know, and, and and don't be wrong. I mean, you know, there, there's white boys out there who who are trying to do the right thing and and don't see things as fucking black and white, and and you know, and I'm pretty sure, and, and there's human beings out there. There's people out there trying to do their fucking job, but maybe for the time being they should up the you know the affirmative action when it comes. But then again, you know, some places well, are just fucking you know, like you know, you're not. <laughs> some places just white but. Do, do keep in mind do keep in mind that in some of these instances a lot of the cops that are charged are actually black mm-hmm. so it's like you know you can't I, I hate when people sit there and they go they they associate a cop with mm-hmm. white when that necessarily doesn't happen anymore in in 2020 so um I guess like so like body cams like I was saying so body cams, uh, having mental health workers go and maybe have an officer with them, uh, that kind of thing. Um, diverse, more affir- not affirmative action. I don't like that. Uh, more diversity on the force. I like saying it that way. I think that's better. Um, <laughs> I also think that, and this is something I've been I've been bracking my brain about, is you know they're they're talking about like um, how like there's different police forces. Why does there need to be a police force for every single town? We have a we have a state like for example New York State. Every county has its own police department, and the state has its own police department, and then every city has its own police department. Why do you, why does a town need to have their own police department? You know what I mean? Like why not just have the county be the police officers? The county police officers around here do their job right. You never hear anything wrong about the, the county police officers. It's the ones in the city that you hear about all the time or the ones in East Rochester or Brighton because they're assholes. <laughs> you know, you get pulled over for a fucking like, you know, oh, your light's out. Yeah, I have the light right here. I'm getting it fixed tomorrow. Oh, okay, well, I'm still going to give you a mm-hmm. ticket. That's being an asshole. <laughs> That's being a fucking asshole. Defund Highway Patrol. So, That's a, yeah, I've had that. There's a... I, defund, no, no one never likes the fucking police. Highway Patrol. Highway Patrol does shit. Fuck the Highway Patrol. Defund Highway Patrol. But, but you, and I love cops. But you understand what I'm saying, like... <laughs> if, I mean, but you understand what I'm saying, like... Why don't we just... Why don't we stick to a city police department, a, a uh, county police department, and a state police department, and just call it a day that's all you need to do and here's the other thing too on on top of that as well um another problem is that these you know like for example new york city or even atlanta atlanta is a perfect is is a better example i should say so the the atlanta pd has different like departments so like they have one they have police for the metro they have police for the world the georgia world conference center they have the regular police and I'm like sitting here going, so wait, what? <laughs> like, so, um, do we really need to have every? Do we really need to have that many different departments within one department? Can't we just have the Atlanta PD and these officers happen to be assigned to the Metro, and these officers happen to be assigned to the World Georgia World Conference Center? Like, why does there have to be 50 different, you know, lines of defense? Like, just all one department make it very simple obviously there's SWAT whatever yes we need a SWAT department because there's there's going to be terrorists don't worry once all this stupid shit happens I'm sure some idiot will come in and try to kill us all you know I mean World War 3 is uh, as we speak is is trending on Twitter so who the fuck knows what that's all about 
Um, but you know what I'm saying, dude? Like, you know, there are changes that we can make. The only thing that I fear about coming out of this whole movement is that people literally want to defund and dismantle these police departments and not have a plan. Take the Minneapolis Police Department. Um, they, uh, so they, they talked to, um, the, 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 uh, the town board, the city board, town board, city board, whatever. Um, they voted unanimously to, to, um, dismantle the police department. Every news organization is like, okay, so what's the plan? Oh, we're going to take a year and figure it out. So wait, 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 wait. You just voted to dismantle your police department, but you don't have a plan. That's where that's where I kind of go. My intelligence, the intelligence that I don't use a lot, goes, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, stop. <laughs> stop, wait a minute. You don't have a plan, but you want to dismantle your police department. Why don't we hold, why don't we push the put the foot on the brake for a minute and figure out the plan mm-hmm. and then vote on dismantling the police. I I'm I'm one of these people Chris that if if you don't have a plan, I'm not going to support it. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Have a plan. Tell me tell me why for example what is it? Um what was it 6 billion dollars goes into the NYPD's fund I think or like billion 6 billion? Something like that. It's a, it's a huge amount of money. I don't know. Um, okay. If you're going to take, like, Mary de Blasio saying, I'm going to take money away from them. Okay. What are you going to take away from them? Where are you taking it from? Does it is it something that's important? Because if you're taking it away from, like, terror terrorist things that need to be in place, no. Obviously, that's what some of this is. You, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, Chris? So... It's you, you gotta kind of you, you gotta gotta kind of go into these budgets, and you gotta go in and say what can I get out, what do they need and what do they not need, you know what I mean? I was having this conversation with somebody the other night about how, for example, if the police department's cars are ten are ten years old, and you're pretty much spending more money to fix them than just get new police cars, go get new police cars. <laughs> Makes sense. You know what I mean? Same thing with like you know, non-lethal weapons. If if you buy a bu- if the budget is for body cams and tasers because you want to start trying to do things more non-lethally and try to de-escalate situations, are you going to take that money away mm-hmm. from that? You see what I'm saying? Like we have to you have to have a plan. You have to go into these things methodically and and do things in an intelligent manner that makes sense instead of just being like. Fuck it, we're just gonna dismantle the police. I'm sorry, but I, I can't support something like that. Or as the kids say, I can't co-sign that. I, I can't. I can't. If you don't have a plan, I'm not for it. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. And then I guess the last thing I kinda wanted to say, I mean, I don't know if, if you have any more to say, I kind of I'm I'm sort of out of uh, stuff to say about this topic. Um Yeah, and the uh, thing is fine. also is that Cops are first responders, and um, yeah. cops are trained. Even the most simplest and basest of, of of life-saving techniques, one of one of which is CPR. Now, I believe the knee on the neck is not an approved uh, way, at least in Minneapolis. And the cop was breaking the law when he did that. That being yes. said, okay. You felt in danger for your life to the point where you put your knee in the guy's neck to choke him, and then he went limp. 
Okay. First, not for nothing, the story should have ended there. Not that, of course, once again, I'm not justifying a knee in the neck. But if you feel uh, that your life was in a danger at that point, once the guy goes fucking limp, I mean, if you ever watch any fucking MMA fight or something like that, or any um, fucking boxing match for that matter, once a person goes totally limp, the, you know, the referee jumps in, you know, you know, referee may count to 10 or whatever the case may be, but, you know, once the guy's limp for more than a certain amount of time, obviously there's no reason why you should still be on his fucking, on his neck. Um, when they realized that he wasn't breathing, someone should have stepped in and fucking given him mouth to mouth. Now, of course, you know, there, there's people, you know, uh, I ain't giving him mouth to mouth or whatever, you know, he's a criminal or whatever. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I, let's be real here. Some, a lot of people will be like, no, I'm not giving him mouth to mouth. And, um, somebody out of the four officers that were there, somebody should have started giving him mouth to mouth because, uh, or CPR for that matter, because, you know, uh, after eight minutes, I think after I, I, I looked it up the other day also, I think after six minutes, you fucking pass out. After eight minutes, your brain starts to die. So, and, and unfortunately, he was on the fucking neck for more than eight minutes. So, someone say nine minutes. Um, you know, somebody could have, and quite frankly, should have saved his life. Um, you know, I I was a I was trained to be a, an emergency medical technician years ago, and that was sort of sort of the joke of being an EMT. Well, one of the jokes of being an EMT was people say nobody dies on the ambulance. Because technically, if you're giving someone CPR, their heart is still pumping, blood is still going through the system, their brain is supposed to be receiving oxygen. Um, obviously, you're not going to do CPR on someone that fucking has a giant hole in their fucking chest and they're oozing out blood. But in a situation like this, where someone's not breathing, even to the point where they're not, you know, um, you could have kept them alive until the point he got to the hospital or something like that. And, um, you know, they, 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 they you know, Though one officer took a life, the other officers had a chance to, to save a life. And, uh, you know, it, unfortunately, nobody did it. Um, you know, people screaming in the crowds and adrenaline. And I know there's a bunch of million X factors in there um, on why things that didn't get done. But there was no reason uh, for George Floyd to technically uh, die that day. Other than, obviously, the obvious, you know, reasons of just fucking, you know, normal human decency. And once again, so, once someone fucking yeah. goes limp, the fight is over, bro. <laughs> You know, that, that's it. That's MMA and boxing and every other fight. You know, if the guy's already in cuffs, you put him in cuffs, you throw him in the back of the... You know, once he goes limp, I'm not saying... Once again, that's not an approved move to put a knee in someone's neck. But once a person goes limp, you won, boy, bro. You know, homeboy. Let, get the fucking guy in the backseat of the car and take him to the fucking... Or, or, or keep him in the backseat of the car until the sergeant shows up because technically um, you can't take the guy away. You can put him in cuffs, but you can't... Uh, take him to the precinct until the sergeant comes. So throw him in the backseat of the car. Let the sergeant make the decision. You know, the, this was an avoidable. This was very, very much an avoidable situation. Even if you take, even if you it take was. it to the fact that you know, um, you know, I, I'm hearing stories now that they knew each other before all of this, and and, and they had, they had worked together. Yeah, I heard you that know, too. Actually, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, and I'm not trying to be cold and calculated about it, but there was no reason for George Floyd to die that day, and uh, you know, so no. Not at all, and and I think you know that's that's the point here is, you know, uh, I think that you know I think the point is is that sign that I put up on Facebook is white people are tired of other white people being racist at this point because we're just you know incident after incident after incident after incident and it's just like can we just can you can you guys stop like you know like we have enough problems as it is and you guys got to be fucking racist and kill somebody like you know it's just 
and and if it's true that this guy knew George Floyd and you know he was trying to do something stupid like dude like you're getting what you what you deserve man like i you know now you're just making my making the point you know what i mean like you're just it just i don't know i i just feel like this this could have been handled so much better and they they didn't handle it they didn't handle it at all you know and yeah it was it was over a 20 dollar bill and now now the the store that was that reported it it's like I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to call the cops now, and I'm just like. Well, and this once again, I'm to bring back a point that I mentioned earlier about like, it's not about a twenty dollar bill. It's about struggling with the police. You know, what I'm saying the police were there because of a twenty dollar bill, but it's the cops didn't say we're going to shoot this guy because he has a fake twenty dollar bill. The cops got there. There was resistance, and then unfortunately, the cop abused his power, and 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 you know. But I just, I, I just, I when people say, oh, like Eric Garner got killed over cigarettes. No, he got killed because he was resisting resisting arrest. You know, this guy got killed because he was resisting. And one, unfortunately, there was a, a pre-existing a relationship relationship there with the cop, and and you know, and unfortunately, that cop abused his power. But once the body went limp, throw him in the back seat of the car, wait till the supervisor gets there. You know, make sure he's still breathing. Because you know, once you you know you, once you people yeah. who go limp just because you go limp doesn't mean you're dead. It just means you passed out. Once he passed out, they should have thrown him in the backseat of the car, and and not continue to stay on this guy's neck. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with all this with all this dark talk. Let's get. This was a this was a lot nicer yeah. than what he had. So don't. Let's don't. get to the the nerdy news. I mean, uh, let me see. Uh, I mean, not nerdy news. I mean, uh, you know, NASCAR decided not to have the confederate flag anymore that's good some of the things are good that are coming out of this um lgbt yeah trump that scumbag um, you know uh, try to stop well no, no 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 there's there's um 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 um, um. so the supreme court and i don't know if you saw this chris but they uh they finally under title mm-hmm. seven of the uh, civil mm-hmm. rights act i think it's the civil rights act yes um, they basically, and this was this was two like justices that are, you know, conservatives. Mm-hmm. They uh, sided with all the all the liberals and said, like, because it says sex in there, you know, they they uh, they're mm-hmm. covered. So if they're gay, they're if they're gay or transgender, guess what? You're not getting yeah, fired. But, but Trump tried soon to. For that. Trump tried to was supporting the other way. <laughs> It's you know uh, yeah. in the middle of fucking in the middle of June, which is fucking you know Gay Pride Month, on like the anniversary of the uh, um, when that guy down in Florida shot up the gay club who said he was from ISIS, mm-hmm. like on the anniversary of that day where people were killed specifically for being gay, uh, on in, during Gay Pride Month, uh, our wonderful fucking president uh, tried to go against a, a bill that was uh, for LB. GTQ uh, rights and stuff like that. The same way he wants to fucking and and we're, by the time we're recording this episode, that hasn't happened yet. But he wanted to, he wants to have a fucking a rally in 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 Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Tulsa was where um, the quote unquote Black Wall Street was, where 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 where, mm-hmm. where uh, black entrepreneurs and and black businessmen were bombed out of their fucking businesses. Uh, by basically the KKK, and and Trump on Juneteenth, uh, the Juneteenth meaning June nineteenth, which is the the day slavery was ended, he wants to do it on Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I, I I may be wrong, I believe they pushed it back a day, so it's not that much fucking, but still, uh, it was it, you know he he's his actions are that of a, of a fucking 
of a of a petulant fucking child and 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 trying to be a fucking troll and and doing things like that uh you know it's it's fucking disgusting and it's sickening and 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 it truly shows what a fucking low life human being uh you know he is um so uh so there's there's that uh <laughs> uh let me see um bars are reopening and uh did we talk about that in the beginning part of the episode oh yeah i think we did talk about that uh you know to wear your mask at the table and i'm not exactly thrilled to go out to bars right now or, or to clubs um i think since the last episode we had i don't think anybody's gonna go honestly yeah, we had the spacex let's, let's, let's get to some good news the spacex uh, the uh the yeah. the uh, uh elon musk uh shuttle going up and getting uh people two guys up in space that are going to go to the international space station um you know that was uh, that was pretty cool you know in the midst of all this craziness um let me see and all right that's enough of the of the of the good news let's let's get to the nerdy news uh one of the big things this week uh you know unfortunately with the COVID 19 we were supposed to have e3 E3 would have been going around this year where all the big companies would have been making their announcements and, and uh, as the companies gear up for the next, next, next generation of consoles, uh, we both we have both the designs for the PS5 and the Xbox. I don't, to be honest, I have, no, I have no idea what the fuck the Xbox one is called. <laughs> the Xbox, the next Xbox, the next box. Um, you know, and of course, within 24 hours, people were making crazy memes about it. Uh, you know how the you know the, the the PlayStation Five looks like a router. Um, there were people doing pictures that they they made the PlayStation look like a like a sexy woman, like like <laughs> like the curves of the controller and stuff like that, with the head of the PlayStation Five. Oh, um, Jesus Christ! You posted one where it's the uh, the dancing pallbearers, and it, and so it was like it was like four PlayStation Fives carrying one Xbox yes, yep, in the yep, uh, in the. Yep in like the design of those guys who are dancing with the with the with the coffin on their shoulders. Oh. And, oh, we need to we need to talk about a console. Oh, okay. What what the fuck is this KFC console? That's just they're trolling for fucking they're trolling. They they got to be trolling on that. Like I I'm sitting there looking at it and I'm like what is that? And and it looks like I I <laughs> I saw Xbox kind of troll hmm. them a little bit and I'm like I wonder if this is just an Xbox with a with like a, um, like a chicken warmer, or whatever it is, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, is this legit or is this just like something yeah. stupid? Because you know, once again, they probably started this advertising. They probably started this thinking about this campaign a couple months ago before COVID nineteen. They were going to release this around E three when everybody is thinking about, uh, you know, comic book, uh, comic book. Everyone's thinking about video games and shit like that. So. You know, they put out this uh, goofy ad about a KFC console, uh, you know, with with the whatever drawer that keeps your, you know, and it's, you know, that's outside marketing. We're talking about it. You know what I'm saying? It's free fucking advertising for them uh, to have, you know, you know, a commercial where it's a fake, you know, a fake gaming console. But, you know, talking about, you know, it's a it's a it's a troll. It's a it's a, a stunt just to get people's attention and talking about KFC. Um, you know, the next generation, you know, the funny thing about the PlayStation 5 is, you know, they kept saying that, you know, the next, what they, they want, they want PlayStations, and, and if you notice, there's two versions of the PlayStation, um, they want everything to be online. 
And I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, you know, they want you, you know, which I mean, as of right now, you could have your PlayStation, you could buy all your games online if, you know, if you like, you know, if you have a big enough hard drive, you know, but then again, if you have a game like fucking Grand Theft Auto 5 or Red Dead Redemption, those games take up 60 fucking gigs. <laughs> you know, those games are ridiculously huge. So you have to have a pretty robust fucking hard drive on your, on your PlayStation, uh, or any console for that matter. Um, and what happens if you if you live in an area with shitty internet, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm still call me an old man, you know. I, I and I don't be wrong, like I don't listen to MP3s anymore. Yeah, I'll put Spotify on my phone. Um, so I'm slowly adapting away from fucking physical media. I still have MP3s on my computer. I still have a hard drive full of fucking you know MP3s, but um, you know the the new wave. The, one of those PlayStations, there's one that has a slot in it and one that doesn't. They want your PlayStation to be 100% internet, no CD, no thumb drive, no anything. And, like, I understand that's how they want things to be. And I, I guess, you know, if you have, you have to push forward, you know, there's, there's going to come a time where headphones aren't going to have wires anymore. They're going to every every headphone, well, every headphone's going to be I mean, be there's, it's already starting. Yeah, you know, everything's going to be Bluetooth. And they're going to be coming out with phones that that don't have uh, a wire connected. There's going to be no headphone jack. Everything's supposed to be uh, to your to your you know your AirPods or your your Bluetooth headset. And I'm still an old man. Call me an ancient fucking relic caveman. You know I don't like the idea of the. I'm not going to get when the time comes that I, I mean I'm going to get the PlayStation Five because I'm a PlayStation loyalist and I'm going to get one eventually. But I'm not going to get the one with. That's purely, purely internet. I want physical media. Give me goddamn physical media. Um, you know, so, you know, the Xbox, you know, the joke is it looks like a fucking mini fridge. You know, it's just literally just a big fucking <laughs> rectangle. Uh, the PlayStation looks like a router. It looks like a, it looks like a, like a flower or, or like, I don't know. If you put it sideways, it looks like a fucking cheeseburger. I mean, it looks like, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I like the design. I think it, it's, it's cool looking. And then what's going to be even better is, like, in the future when they have all the redesigns. Like, you know, like, because right now it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, the center part is black and the two sides are white, you know, and then they'll have, like, you know, the people, sh- people already, um, doing mock-ups of, like, like when the Miles Morales Spider-Man game comes out, which has been announced and looks fucking awesome. Or, or at least the, the, I mean, yes, it's just cutscenes right now, but they're basically taking the, the, Marvel's Spider-Man game, which was a great fucking game, and who Miles Morales is already a character in it, and then they're going to transition the story to Miles Morales being Spider-Man, and no longer Peter Parker. And so, and they're going to keep the same map from New York City, uh, with, you know, just as good graphics and stuff like that. So, that looks great. But, I mean, for that, you know, when PlayStation releases its Spider-Man console, where it'll probably be like, you know, uh, you know, uh, red in the middle with black on the outside. Or black in the middle with red on the outside, where kind of you know, like the the Miles Morales Spider-Man is like a red and black costume, you know. So um, it's gonna. I mean, it looks cool. The funny thing is that when you really, really look at their, and it's the same thing with like the X, the newest Xbox and the PlayStation uh, Four, they're almost identical <laughs> when it comes to fucking um, when it comes to like the the guts. Uh, but uh, you know, I've always been a PlayStation loyalist. <laughs> I could really, I could give two shits about first-person shooters that a lot of some Xbox fans seem to like. Um, give me action adventure games. Give me, give me puzzle games. Yeah, I mean, give at me, this you know, point, games. Play, Xbox is for like 
stupid people who like action. I like my stuff a little smarter with more like action adventure. I like adventure and intelligence. <laughs> I'm a bit honest, but people need games also, so that's why there's always Xbox. Um, <laughs> um, and okay, what else? Uh, I think since the last episode, uh, they've announced. I think we might have mentioned the last episode, but um, you know, the Snyder Cut uh, released the Snyder Cut. Uh, it's going to be coming to HBO Max. Uh, they gave the, you know, they're giving the studio another like thirty million dollars. They're they're technically not bring they're not bringing the actors back. They're taking stuff from existing footage. But that being said, with CGI and stuff like that, you can't have the actors back. Technically, <laughs> you know, you don't necessarily have to have them show up on set. Um, you know, the 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 rumor is, uh, I mean, it's damn near pretty much confirmed. But you know, it will have Dark Side in it. Um, I th- you know that's what they originally were planning more, planning for before Zack Snyder left. Um, you know they're gonna beef it up. They're gonna fix the parts. You know the joke was uh, you know about Henry Cavill's mustache. You know but then again Henry Cavill's mustache was the Joss Whedon stuff that was done after the fact. So uh, if they still have footage of Henry Cavill without with without the mustache from before when they're actually filming Justice League, uh, it's gonna be a good thing. Uh, that being said, Henry Cavill is believed to have renewed his contract with DC and will be lined up for more movies. The rumor is is that he will be in a capacity the way the Hulk is with the Marvel movies. He's not going to get his own movie. There's not going to be a, a Man of Steel 2 or whatever the case may be, but he will be uh, introduced. He will be brought into other movies. And seeing that, you know, somewhere down the line... We're going to get, you know, Aquaman 2, uh, Wonder Woman Part 3, Suicide, you know, well, actually, I think The Suicide Squad, the one that, which is technically Suicide Squad 2, um, I think that was already technically fil- done filming. They're just doing special effects now. Um, and I think the big ones, I think the one we're definitely going to see uh, Superman in is uh, both Shazam 2 and the Black Adam movie with fucking The Rock. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if even the Black Adam movie will have super like Black Adam will probably fight Superman before he even fights Shazam, even though in the comics he's really Shazam's uh, enemy. So, um, you know, uh, so Henry Cavill sticking around. It's very smart of him to stick around. I think, you know, he sees the, what the fans want from him and the loyalty. He had a chance. To, he, he's pre proved himself in the show, The Witcher and stuff like that. And, uh. You know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of, of Henry Cavill in that extended DC universe. Even after they do that, you know, the the the, the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, and uh, you know, you know, I want to see more of the extended universe. You know, the more of the, you know, Wonder Woman three and Suicide Squad three and <laughs> Aquaman two mm-hmm. and, and all the other good shit. And maybe, maybe we'll get our fucking selves in a, a, a Green Lantern movie. Um, okay. Uh, the band Tool, they canceled their concert, and I was sad. I was supposed to go, I mean, it was supposed to be a couple weeks ago, uh, but they canceled their concert. I was supposed to be getting my fucking refund on PayPal. I haven't got my refund yet. I gotta call somebody about that shit. Um, Bill and Ted, have you seen the trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music? Yeah. I have. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, we'll have to see what happens. It looks you know what cute. I mean? um, what the real selling point to me is that uh, it was directed by the guy who did Galaxy Quest, the director. So I love Galaxy Quest. Seeing that and seeing what they're doing with the, seeing how the movie looks in the trailer, 
I like the fact of like you know kind of like a galaxy quest people that were has-beens trying to redeem their their formal their former fame so uh, I'm, I'm kind of jazzed about that um, okay uh, you know and of course you know this be Keanu Reeves uh, now it's funny like you know with Keanu Reeves you know they were gonna do the Keanu Reeves I believe once things uh, go back to go back to being open and stuff like that uh, he's filming both the Matrix 4 and John Wick 4. You know, next year, all the movie, all these movies that were like supposed to come out this year that are being pushed back, like to, uh, 2021, barring the fact that if the world is still here, <laughs> uh, is gonna is gonna be like you know there's gonna be blockbuster after blockbuster after blockbuster uh, of movies coming out. So, you know, hopefully with all this craziness that's going on in the world right now, you know, uh, people will. Um, and maybe we'll have a renaissance, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, there'll be more enlightenment and people will be out, you know, after spending months at home and, and not spending money and, and things being pushed back. I mean, maybe things will, uh, you know, step up and, 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 you know, great things will probably happen after this. You know, I, I, mean, I want to be positive about it. You know, I, I'm, I'm concerned about the world and my daughter and stuff like that. And, and I want her to be in a safe, happy place. And, you know, hopefully after all this craziness, I mean, maybe things will start. Uh, picking up uh they are doing a sequel to labyrinth and shit i forgot the guy who's directing it but you know they they, i believe they picked up the option to have that so you know i mean i love labyrinth when i was a kid you know my daughter loves labyrinth i showed it to her and, and and she loves it and stuff like that you know i'm sort of and and it's weird because they did the dark crystal on netflix and it's a beautiful show but it's in my opinion, I think it's boring as fuck. <laughs> I certainly hope, you know, I, you know, I, I like, I want to enjoy it. I want to like it, but it's just, uh, uh, I couldn't get into it. So I really hope with Labyrinth, you know, seeing that that's, you know, that's a, a Jim Henson and, you know, well now Jim Henson got bought up by Disney. So technically it's a Disney thing. Um, I hope they do it right. I hope they give it, they give it the, the, the push it deserves. Um, well, I guess, I don't know. I had this in the bad news, but, uh, I guess J.K. Rowling. Have, have you heard about like J.K. Rowling is sort of like a. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, a, Jesus Christ! And then like all the stars of Harry Potter were like, "No, you're wrong." Yeah. So she's sort of <laughs> bigoted against saying like, if you were, if you were a man and transitioned to a woman, according to J.K. Rowling, you're not a woman. And you know, and so. Uh, I don't know exactly how she... I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't want to say how she feels the other way. Like, if you're a woman, transition to a man. But... And she's, like, adamant in that shit. And, and you would think, you know, in the writer's world, and especially that she, you know, she spent a couple years in Hollywood and stuff like that. Like, even when you have a hard-edged fucking opinion like that, because that's pretty, like, conservative and shit, you know, you would think, like, Hollywood would change you and make it a little more, like... Not bleeding heart, but a little more compassionate and stuff like that. And my thing, you know, and you made millions of dollars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you made big fucking money. Uh, you know, maybe not be so fucking bigoted. Or if you're going to be bigoted, just be bigoted at your house. Be bigoted inside your mansion and shut your fucking mouth. Um, you know, which is weird because, you know, the, you know they've invested big money and there's Harry Potter fucking theme parks and... And, and you know, and there, there, I'm, I'm, you know, there's Harry Potter on Broadway, and then, and, and then, you know, there's a couple more of those Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find the Movies planned. 
you know, especially with you know with Dumbledore being gay and shit like that, like, like, you know, you're open, you're open-minded enough to say Dumbledore is gay, but you're not open-minded enough to say if you were born a man and transitioned into a woman, you're not a woman. Uh, you know, say like, shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> you, you, you're pushing money off the table. I mean, once again, it's a horrible way to think, but you know, I'm just saying, just in reality, shut the fuck up. Um, and then this past week. Like one of the things I wanted to do, I wanted to go to the drive-in for my birthday because the drive-in by us, they, they're not getting well. They're, if you want to call them new movies, like they have like Onward and Trolls Two, and they had um, uh, that movie The Hunt, where like it's like mm-hmm. people are getting like they're hunting people for sport. And but what I liked is on two of the scene, two of the screens, they're having a double feature of Goonies and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And like I kind of wanted to go just to see fucking Goonies and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like just, for, I mean, not you know, not that I'm a big, the biggest fan of both. I mean, I love Goonies, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, I'm aware of. I'm not a super duper fan of Indiana Jones, um, even though it is a George Lucas movie. Um, but you know, I kind of wanted to go. But you know, uh, oh, so I mean, with the theaters, um, you know the story of what's going on with uh, what happened with uh, the the King of Staten Island, this, the, the Pete Davidson movie. Because I think it, it was going uh, to go to theaters. I saw and... something about it, but I mean, I, I think they just wanted to put it out on digital because oh well, so that that's done by mm-hmm. Universal. So Universal's being this dickhead, and you know, Universal's going to get them. They're going to get the. So Universal, this is the, this conversation that I've had before. You've already heard it on a podcast, but Universal basically has been for years trying to put shit out on. Mm-hmm. Digital, and yeah, it's uh, they're trying to be sleazy about it. And I mean, was was this was this movie going to probably do anything? No, mm-hmm. but like you know, what's going to be interesting to see is like if the fast, if the next Fast and the Furious, if they try to do something stupid like that with that one. Um, same thing with uh, the next Minions movie that's coming. So, so it was, I mean, so it was, it was, it was, I didn't. Yeah. I did not realize that it was a universal thing because I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's what, that's what you had to say. It's a universal. Flip. Well, if you so so one thing so like one thing I can tell you for sure is like um, trolls won't be in any of won't be in any theaters that are reopening like Regal, Cinemark, and AMC because they're over that mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying like it's. It's it, it's gonna get ugly if they decide to be stupid about it, but we'll we'll see we'll see what gotcha, happens. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, because uh, I had that so. in my notes. I mean, I haven't seen it. Uh, you know, it's a Judd Apatow movie. You know, Judd Apatow like being like kind of forty year old version and knocked up, and this is forty and funny people, and and I mean he's produced a bunch of other things. And it, coincidentally, he's 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 producing he's getting ready to produce a documentary about George Carlin. Uh, which he already produced the documentary about Gary Shandling. So, I mean, I'm a fan of Judd Apatow's work. I mean, I'm, the, I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of Pete Davidson. He put out a movie a couple months ago that, like, also takes place in Staten Island. Or, you know, it has to do with him being, like, you know, he's like a he's a guy, like, in his, like, like early 20s who hangs out with, like, a fucking 14-year-old or some shit like that. And, and it, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it wasn't a bad movie. And it was fucking... King of Staten Island looks like the same, you know, except, well, now he's, instead of him hanging out with a kid, it's about him hanging out with, like, a guy who's, you know, like, Bill Burr, who's trying to bang his mom, because, like, like you know, based on real-life events, 
you know, Pete Davidson's father died in 9-11. He was a firefighter. And, you know, and it's sort of, you know, the, the story of, like, when firefighters, you know, firefighters are notorious for if a guy dies in the line of duty, you know, all these guys fucking start trying to fuck the guy's wife and shit like that. You know, firefighters are raw like that. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm curious. I want to see the movie... Um, I just didn't. I didn't realize it was Universal, and that's okay. That was the deal with you know Universal trying to buck the system as they do. Yeah, I think that's what it is, mm. honestly. All right. So, anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. I think we've uh, mined the mined gotcha. the mine, right. so to speak. Let's wrap so. it up. That's what she said. That's what she uh, said. Please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. So if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, uh, you can subscribe to us there on iTunes. If you don't have any of those devices and just have an Android device, uh, you can subscribe to us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Um, are we on Spotify? I, forgot. I don't know if we did that or not. I know we're on Google Play. I always seem to always forget Google Play. We are on Google Play, or at least the last time I checked. Um, uh, and on the Stitch Wrap, what I do, I mean, you know, uh, before COVID nineteen, I was I, I was working from home from home or whatever. I mean, I'm home all the time now, but uh, you know, when I was out and about, uh, take, you know, listening to my podcast, I would put on Listen Later and available offline. So I download everything while I'm at home, and while I'm out and about, running errands, driving around in my car, uh, you know, before the fucking plague told us to stay home, I was you know listening to podcasts in my car. And, and not killing my data or killing my battery by downloading data uh, when I was listening to podcasts. Um, and, or you can go directly to our hosting site, that's SoundCloud. I make all the avail- episodes available for download. So uh, for whatever reason, if you want, you can download them right to your device, whether it be your computer or phone or whatever the, or whatever the device. Do people still even have MP3 players anymore? I don't think so. Um if you want to, we want your money. We need your money. But until we put up, we come up with the Patreon, uh, you can subscribe to us. Uh, you can go to Facebook and, uh, you know, it takes two seconds to like and subscribe our show. Like and subscribe to our page. Like our page. Share this episode. Share, share the whole fucking page. Whatever the case may be, show your love and support to the show uh, by sharing us on Facebook at facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. If you want to write to us, and unfortunately I did check for the episode, no Oscar letter this month, this week, uh, this episode, uh, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com, all spelled out two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Uh, all the episodes that are available on SoundCloud, if you want to listen to any episode before that, you know, back in April, we hit our eight fucking year anniversary. So you can, uh, go to youtube and search for two strangers one podcast and you can listen to uh between soundcloud and youtube you can listen to eight years worth of two strangers one podcast goodness and uh, you can get to hear how my life has progressed how things have changed um you know uh you can find out all of my failed relationships and, <laughs> and and me raising my daughter and losing jobs and getting jobs and and all this other bullshit so uh uh, you can find all of that on YouTube. You can also find links to my audiobook, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. It's out there. It's on the page for you. You can listen to three of the albums that I put out under my uh, music name, XLNYC. Um, all of that is out on YouTube. I feel like I'm missing something, but I can't think of it right now. Oh, yeah. Did you say the Stranger oh, yeah, Podcast? And on Twitter, on Twitter, Twitter, we're at Stranger Podcast. 
Um, I know I forgot. I was now I was forgetting something. Son of a I, fucking I, I, bitch. I, I mean, like I'm on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter. Like I follow Twitter, but I, I like I visit Twitter. I generally don't interact with Twitter, so um, you know maybe I should to fucking get more people listening to the show. But um, yeah, our, our Twitter our Twitter handler is at Stranger Podcast. Handler or screen name. Chris is Chris is getting drunk. drunk. I mean, if you look at his picture on Facebook right now, you can see he's drunk. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! We had a little gap in between filming, and 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 I, I was taking a shit. Oh, yeah. And when I'm taking a shit, I go oh, look at Instagram, yeah. and then Instagram was a funny ass. It's a funny ass filter of like it takes your head and looks like two arms are growing out of your head, juggling two smaller versions of your head. And in the video, you hear me laughing, and that was the genuine laugh from me just looking at the filter. That was no way in shape or form fucking uh, manufactured laugh. That was a fucking funny-ass fucking filter, and I was cracking up about it. All right, I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right, well, as usual, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. Um I'm not a racist, just for the record. Uh, <laughs> says every racist <laughs> quantum. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm Italian, so I'm basically black anyway, so there you go. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see. So what else? You can email me, paulpascrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And, you know, obviously, Oscar knows how to do that. We didn't have anything yeah, from Oscar, I checked right before the episode, and, you know, Oscar has fallen Nothing, off the face. Right? Maybe yeah. he got COVID and Jesus died. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe he got COVID <laughs> Well, he's certainly... It's better than him singing. But anyways, <laughs> um... <laughs> shh, I didn't say that. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's about it. I mean, you can... Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. And then, you know, I mean, I'm on Facebook too, Facebook.com slash Paul Pascrillo. So you can follow me everywhere, basically. But, you know, some of you motherfuckers I won't add to certain things. So <laughs> that's what happens, especially in my private Facebook, basically. So. All right. So, uh,. We certainly hope everyone enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. Don't I'm be a Paul. stranger. Peace. Bye. You should be fapping. Chris isn't a racist. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I fapped all kinds of women. I, <laughs> I fapped the black women, Asian women, Spanish women. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. My dick does not discriminate. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. Here we go, man. Go ahead. Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist. I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia. Is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. 
Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her. Fuck it. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. It's just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. It's a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. L-U-L-U.com. That's Lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. No, sex sells. (laughs) Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.